Okay, time for another fun podcast, the Dave and Amber Show. This time before the Super Bowl 56, I believe. I have no idea. I know it's up there. Got all those damn Roman numerals I can never figure out. <laughs> all I know is that the Cincinnati Bungles Bengals, after what, 30 some odd years, are going to the Super Bowl, which is a miracle, playing the LA St. Louis Rams, who are another crazy team. So. We're going to have a party, right? And we're going to have a party. <laughs> we're having all kinds of parties. Isn't that a thing? Isn't that what a Super Bowl is all about? You know, I've never been into professional football at college. I've got enough college football to last a lifetime being a Sooner. But I do like the Super Bowl parties because people go all out. You know, it, it is interesting that given given how we're doing this, you know, you and I will go to a party. And now, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of friends who are also type one. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's one of those things where we don't even, we are, the people usually invite me, know I'm, know I'm diabetic. Right. And they always ask me, do I need anything special? I'm like, yeah, lots of cold Miller Lite. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've shown up to parties and people are like, oh, I got you some sugar-free cookies. I'm like, thank you. I don't eat cookies, but, you know, I mean, of course I am gracious and whatever, but thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's kind of ironic because like, there are so many misconceptions about what we can and cannot eat. Yeah. Like I've been to, I've been to these parties and, you know, when, you know, I, 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 you know, I have to say, I think, you know, nachos are probably like the standard thing in a Super Bowl party, you know, depending on how you want to do it, you know, with the cheese and, you know, some people use chorizo, especially here in San Diego. That's a big deal. And God knows what else they throw on there. And then, you know, there's always, let's see, what's the other thing? A lot of fried food at, at these parties, at least with my friend, you know, chicken wings and jalapeno. There's got to be wings. There's got to be wings. Yeah, jalapeno poppers and God knows what else. And the funniest thing, and it is kind of ironic, and I don't know how your friends react around you, but like sometimes I'll eat something and my friends who don't have diabetes will look at me like, You can eat that? You can eat that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I don't disappear. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know it, it it is it's ironic though. though it's a very common, you know, I didn't have to say about and I, I gave this some thought last night. And of all the misconceptions there are about what our lives are really like, I think one of the biggest ones is that really we really can eat anything we want. Yeah. Okay. It, it the question is, what does it do to you? <laughs> yeah. How does it make you feel? And I, and I will say the one thing that I don't like about what we're teaching kids today is that you can eat anything you want because we're unhealthy people. I mean, this is, I'm going on a rant because we've been talking <laughs> about food all day, but there's a lot of things that we can eat that we shouldn't eat. I don't care if you have diabetes or not. And we seem to just forget about that and shit goes out the window. Well, you but, know, we, but I think, yeah. you're right. I mean, it is, it's like, okay. And here's a little bit of difference for our listeners because, okay. So Amber and I both take insulin and we take it different ways. Amber injects her insulin. I have mine pumped into my body. Well, for all those diabetics who aren't using insulin, basically there's nothing they can do. So let's say hypothetically, there, there's a lot of drugs that people with diabetes take. Uh, the most popular being metformin. You know, everybody sees these ads on television, which we got to do a podcast on those alone because they drive nuts. But if you're on, let's say, oral therapy, meaning that you're only taking oral medications to control your diabetes, it doesn't really matter what you eat, you know, because the pills, you're basically on this, most people are on what I call a three times a day regimen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they can go to a Super Bowl party 
eat pretty much eat whatever they want. You know, yes, the food they eat will have an impact on their blood sugars, but there's no they have no control over it. The only thing they can control is what they eat. Right. You know, you and I are in a different ball game because you can either inject more insulin, excuse me, or I could pump more insulin in. So, you know, it is there is a lot of that's why I think there's so much misconception about diabetes and food. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, Listen, we all like to eat. I don't know anybody who doesn't like to eat. You know, I, you know, there are a few what I would call crazy people who maybe don't like to eat. And, you know, <laughs> Super Bowl party is a lot of fun. I mean, not, and, and not only are you eating, you're probably drinking and you're probably yeah. drinking adult beverages, which again, those are, they have different impacts on your sugars. Right. So it's kind of, I guess you make the, at least, at least for me, this year I'll be in, in, in Las Vegas watching the game with my son. And I'm sure at this party we're going to, there's going to be, a, you know, a buffet, a buttload of food. And I would hope so. It's Vegas. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, it'll probably be a food orgy and which is OK. And I don't know about you, but that days like that, I don't want to say I take a diabetes day off, but I will take what I would say is a diabetes come time out where I kind of realize like, OK, I'm going to be eating a lot. I'm going to be drinking a lot. You know, I don't have to worry about driving or anything because, you know, yeah stationary but i want to say and i totally get where you're going with that and i want to say two things to the listeners for the people that do not live with diabetes dave and i do things differently so when i go into that huge buffet of all the creamy cheeses and dips and the lovely things my mind is racing like what can i eat and because i have a chosen diet what what am i going to feel most comfortable about well then you fix that little plate you go about you have another glass of wine then you want to just kind of get a couple more chips or just a couple more things Well, I've already given insulin for what I was going to eat. So now I have to think about, did I give enough insulin? Or when I give that first shot for the snacks, do I go ahead and give a few more units just in case I want to go back in in an hour without having to give another shot? So I'm thinking about like that whole, how is it all going to play out in the next couple of hours where you, on the other hand, with the pod, you can just kind of give a couple of units here and there, right? Yeah. And well, and and some of this too, again, and you know, that you bring up an interesting point that I, I, I don't want to be missed on our listeners is that. You know, you and I, we, we both take good care of our diabetes, but we go about it in different ways. And, you know, again, you know, I was thinking about this, again, last night I was thinking about this, and I think what the people who are around us who don't have diabetes need to understand is that it's our disease, okay? And we're going to kind of figure out where does Dave's diabetes belong? Where does Amber's diabetes belong? And even though it may not be the same, it is our choice. And, you know, I, I've never believed on uh, and never will believe on telling any other patient how to manage their diabetes. You know, it's very personalized disease. And, you know, and, and, and I know this even sounds crazy, but think about this. The Bengals fans or Rams fans, those of them with diabetes have another concern to worry about besides the food and the alcohol. Stress. Stress. Excitement. Exactly. Adrenaline. Yeah. And that does stuff to your blood sugars, too. So, you know, when you start to think about this, I realize that, you know, your friends, your family members, they obviously they care about you and they want you to do well. But they need, they, I think one of the things, if I could give them any piece of advice at all, it would be let us kind of live our diabetes our way. I always tell people don't sweat the small stuff. You know, I'm not one of those diabetics that is micromanaging my disease, worried about every damn thing I put in my mouth. I understand. No, but I understand there are a lot of things I cannot control. Yeah. That even when I do try to do a lot of stuff, sometimes your diabetes goes haywire. It happens. Right. I've always lived by the mantra that I'm going to live my life with my diabetes, not for it. Hmm. 
you know, I'm not going to let it run my life. It's part of my life, but I'm not letting it run my life. And I think, I think a lot, I think most people, especially the patients I talk to all across the country, no matter how they manage their disease, I would say the majority of patients, that's all that they want. You know, they don't want diabetes running their lives. And now, you know, and, and think about it, Super Bowl party. You want to, you know, you really want to be worried about, oh my God, should I eat that chip or not? Right. You know, you want to be enjoying yourself with your friends, family members, whatever. And, you know, that's why I think sometimes, you know, and listen, we're, I think we're doing this already if we haven't done it. I think on our social media feeds, we're going to start, you know, talking about some of the diabetes friendly like recipes, which are great. Yeah. Well, it's good to have those. Yeah. And doesn't mean, I mean, I don't know about, you know, I, I don't think it means you can't enjoy yourself. And, you know, I, you're right. I mean, everybody does this differently. Well, I think this, let me say this, when it comes to enjoy yourself, I mean, going into any social setting, of course, that's what you want. And I will say that I've realized this more as I was, have been older, the mental health, the, what's going on in my mind going into this scenarios may be very different from one of my girlfriends or somebody else that's going to roll into the same party. So to give myself a little bit of grace that Amber, your anxiety is a little high because you're going to be thinking about, is there anything there that I can eat? Again, because of dietary choices, there's nothing to do with diabetes, but that's always going on in my mind. So I'm trying to like, just take it down a fucking notch, Amber. There's no reason for you to be so uptight about this. Roll with the punches, eat the Fritos and just <laughs> move on. Right. Okay. Because I normally wouldn't do that. If you're going to eat the Fritos, you got to eat the super scoop ones. I like those. Those are the best Fritos. Okay. And that's not the regular one, the big scooper one. <laughs> And I'm only saying that to the listeners not living with diabetes so that you can understand if maybe we roll into a situation or a little on edge. And quite honestly, there are many times I do sometimes feel very sorry for people who don't have diabetes because you have two diabetics in the room who are totally opposite. You know, here I am, I'm going to eat a slice of chocolate cake. And then maybe my friend, Mike, who's also type one, you know, he, he won't, you know, he's, he's eating carrots. No, Mike wouldn't, but I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the example is fitting. and. And that goes to the, that goes to how it is. And diabetes is not a one size fits all disease. Absolutely. I mean, it's up to us to play around with diet and all the other things. Like that's a personal choices. I'm in charge of this body for the, I'm doing the best that I can. Things mess up, but do you got to take charge and figure out, try the different diets or try different foods. I think I know exactly where you're going with that because I, I've been very lucky. You know, people know I'm, I have type one and they, you know, like they invite me over. A lot of them are very nice. They're like Dave can, you know, it's okay if I make this. And, and I think that's very nice. But on those occasions when you're not asked, if you are concerned, the patient does bear some responsibility. Sure. Tell your friends, hey, do you mind if I bring something, you know, that, yeah. you know, something like that. If there's one, I don't believe we're not victims. We don't have a disability. Right. But we do have to take ownership of our diabetes, which includes, by the way, all those listeners out there who don't have diabetes and saying, hey, we do bear some responsibility to say to them, if we feel comfortable doing it, you know, hey, I'd, I'd like to do this or I'd like to do that. Right. Because if you, I mean, you know, if my mom used to say, if you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> so, you know, pretty simple, you know, ain't, ain't brain surgery. So, but, you know, that, I mean, you know, and you're right. I don't care if it's Super Bowl party. You know, a lot of people have Oscar watch parties or whatever. And, you know, those are events that are meant to be enjoyed. And it doesn't mean they can't be enjoyed. So, well, and I will say one last thing to that for the people living with diabetes is I usually in those social settings take something that I know, obviously, that I can eat. Like I made cashew queso. 
that look like like a Roy's like a cheese dip. Sounds delicious. It is delicious, <laughs> yeah. and it's he- it's healthy. I mean, it's like crazy healthy. I okay, mean, everybody the- wants the recipe. Just email <laughs> Amber on the diabetes way. She'll be happy to send it. <laughs> We're about to post it actually because I'm looking forward to making it again. But with that being said, I knew that what I was taking, I could eat. So if nothing else. I still had one thing. So no, okay. Now I want to ask you a question about that because you bring up interesting point because I don't really cook that much. <laughs> Do you take recipes and modify them because of your diabetes? Absolutely. Okay. Can you give like the listeners an example of something that let's say that they would that, that would be fairly common that they might make that you would make differently? Oh, I don't eat a lot of carbs. So like I'm not baking breads or things like that, which you could substitute. Um, an example. Okay. So tonight I'm going to make an Indian dish and I'm going to use cauliflower rice instead of rice. Okay. And the reason for that is lower carbs Okay, better for you. Your body processes it differently. White rice is a nightmare for me. So it's a healthier option. And I'm adding a lot of vegetables to it, like frozen peas and some other things. So modifying because I want it to be healthier, but I can't think of anything just off the top of my head that it would be a substitute. Well, let's say, how about something like, uh, okay, you don't bake. Well, okay. Let's say you were, let's say you were invited to a super cool party and somebody was making this other thing that you, you know, the other cheese thing, and they asked you to, to make cheese tray or dip or whatever. Would, would you make any changes there? Or I would do. And the only change I would make, and it has nothing to do with diabetes is I would have gluten-free crackers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because you want the people that are celiac or gluten-free to be able to eat everything that you're providing. And I would say I would probably have more like olives and things like that that are not carbs, but still delicious. A good olive spread. But it is an interesting, because, you know, like I said, I don't really, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not really a cook per se. (laughs) Do you have, can you cook something? Oh, I'm really good grilling stuff. I mean, listen, I'm Chicago, you know, you know, I eat what I kill. No sushi for this guy. (laughs) <laughs> but you know again you know and these are the things like again you know i think one of the reoccurring i hope one of the reoccurring themes that all of the non-diabetics out there listening to this are getting is that our lives are so much different because of things the additional things we have to think about absolutely i'm not saying and, and i and i'll be very upfront about this at least for me personally i am not asking nor do i want sympathy right okay i have chosen to manage my diabetes a certain way. It was my choice. I made this choice. Right. I want people to respect it. I don't want any judgment. You know, I just, but this is, this is, and you're going to do it differently than me. And people I know will do differently than us, but we have all made a conscious decision to manage it in a way that we are comfortable with. Absolutely. And that, and I think if our listeners who don't have diabetes should learn anything from this, is that it's not a one size fits all and everybody wants to be handled different. Yeah, that's well said. So I'm going to close with this because I don't know when we're going to air the podcast, hopefully before the Super Bowl. I am picking the Cincinnati Bengals in an upset and Bengal Nation is going to go crazy. So I'll drink to that. (laughs) 